Welcome, America. Fasten your seatbelts. This is The Jay Sheldon Show. More states get behind Texas. At the moment, it's like half the freaking country. <laughs> Tell you about it. Coming up, the deadline is like now. Uh, what else are these illegals bringing into our country besides terrorist ideals? You might be surprised. Mm, yeah. And Canada cries over Tucker Carlson. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. <sighs> Friday, we made it. It is a Friday. We are so happy to be here. Cannot wait. Got a lot going on today. We also want to say hello to our newest follower. That would be Nephilion. I hope that's how you say that, Nephilion. Or Nathy Lion, maybe. <laughs> Thank you for following. We really appreciate that. Appreciate it very much. A hat tip to you. And uh, if you'd like to do the same, just drop a, uh, a click onto that button down there. It says follow. Give us a thumbs up. The way you do that is by having a free Rumble account. Just sign up. Put in your email. They, they don't spam your inbox. This show does not spam your inbox. You'll only hear from us when we go live. Just a reminder, that's it. And in fact, you can turn that notification off if you don't want that. So sign up, follow, like, share, appreciate it. Really means the world to me. Thank you so much. All right. We want to just take a, a quick moment here and say hello to Blackout Coffee. This company, folks, it is time for you to be awake, not woke. Start your day with a hot America first cup of blackout coffee. I love my blackout coffee. They are an active supporter of hardworking Americans. Listen, they love the country. That's awesome. Because we always support America first companies around this place. Always. But they love making the most amazing coffee on the planet. They use premium grade coffee beans. Absolutely terrific. They're the most non-woke company I think I've ever seen. I'm personally proud to recommend this coffee. It is absolutely out of this world. Unbelievable, full-bodied, bold taste, never bitter. I've got, I'm probably doing five, six cups a day at this point. Yeah, it keeps me going. <laughs> Skip the lines at the store. You can order online. Folks at Blackout Coffee ship within 48 hours after roasting your beans. That's fresh roasted coffee beans once you order. And do me a favor, just click the link in our show notes, head over to Blackout Coffee, check them out, pick your roast, and order yourself a bag and try it out. You will be impressed, I promise you. And don't forget at checkout to use our promo code J20, J-A-Y-20 at checkout for 20% off your first order. 20% off our first order with the promo code J20 at checkout at Blackout Coffee. Love these guys. An American company. Honesty, integrity, American values. That's what they're all about. That's why we are so proud to have them as a sponsor of our show and hope you will also support them. All right, links in our show notes. 
It's going on right now. In fact, that rotting bag of flesh in the White House gave Abbott, the governor of Texas, until this morning to back down, and Abbott pretty much told him, go pound sand, pal. F off and don't let the door hit in the ass. 25 states at last count. It may have grown since I last checked, but 25 states now standing in solidarity with Texas amid the Biden border invasion. That's half the country, 25 of them. Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Idaho, Louisiana, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Tennessee, South Dakota, Utah, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, all standing in solidarity with that man right there, Governor Greg Abbott from the great state of Texas. Wow. Unbelievable. I love it. Biden's tried continuously to blame Congress for this mess at the border. 10 million plus, some estimates go as high as 20 over million illegals entering this country. Pretty much undocumented for the most part, or for, you know, for lack of any really caring whether or not they're documented. He tries at each step of the way to stop Texas from securing their own border, as well as the national one. It's just, at this point, it is so obvious. It's a lose-lose, folks. He can't win. What's he going to do? Nationalize, federalize the National Guards? Go in, start some hot war with your own American citizens? Or he's going to have to back down and look like the moron that he is. All these governors have come out in support. Their support for Abbott comes out. Now, by the way, this Supreme Court decision did not order Texas to take down their border wall, barbed wire, all that other stuff. It said Biden's border guards could cut the razor wire that was installed by Texas to keep out the flood of illegals. It did not order Texas to do anything. If the feds want to cut the razor wire, the Supreme Court says you can. If Texas wants to put it up, the Supreme Court didn't say crap about whether they could or they couldn't. That's the thing. You're reading the headlines. Don't read the headlines. Listen to shows like this where we explain to you exactly what's going on because in that fog of leg legacy media bullshit, you're going to walk away with the wrong impression, and that's exactly what they're trying to do to you. Donald Trump running to unseat Biden, of course, spoke out in favor of Texas's actions. Human Events Daily, his press secretary gave the campaign's endorsement of Abbott's border barriers and the National Guard he's deployed around the crossing at Eagle Pass. 
Truth Social, Trump spoke out not only in favor of backing Texas, but urged all willing states to send their National Guard as well to help Texas hold the line. Good on you. And they are. Some states are sending their own National Guard. A number of governors, I saw uh, postings on X where they will be visiting the border. Good. Get them all down. All 25 of them. You should all be down there this weekend at that border at Eagle Pass. Lock arms. Set up your own little human wall. Make a statement. Now, the legacy media, no doubt, will not cover it. They won't say a damn thing about it. But you need to do it. We will cover it. We'll put it out there. So will most other truth-telling medias like Rumble, X, Truth Social, the places you can find the truth without the spin doctor's version of it. And that's going to just keep on happening. And we are going to keep on telling the truth, and they are not going to stop us. Try though they might, and oh, they're trying. And as this border continues to be fully opened, look, they come across, they wait for Border Patrol, they get picked up, they get processed, they get handed some money, a phone, and a court date. The phone is because they complain they can't know when their court date is if they don't have a phone. And, and I don't have a phone. Oh, here's a phone, which you and I are paying for. And then they're supposed to show up for the court date. <laughs> yeah, never happens. Goodbye. Have fun storming the castle. Remember that, Princess Bride? Anyway, in addition to all the crime rapes, murders, robberies, home invasions that these illegals are bringing into our country. <coughs> Guess what else they're bringing in? Oh, leprosy, polio, malaria, TB, measles, a number of these diseases which has for the most part, been eradicated from the United States. Well, guess what, folks? Not anymore. There is another side to this. This from Real Clear Investigations website. Links in our show notes. James Varney. Great article. Successful public health campaigns, medical advances, has allowed us in the U.S. to pretty much conquer a range of damaging, horrific, disfiguring diseases. Polio, which paralyzed thousands of Americans annually. Wiped out by widespread vaccinations. In 1999, the nation's last hospital for lepers. Leprosy was still a thing up until 1999, not that long ago. In America, this hospital closed its doors in Louisiana. A global campaign eradicated smallpox, 
lethal tuberculosis, the consumption that stalked characters in decades of literature seemed beaten by antibiotics. Measles outbreaks still occur from time to time, but for the most part, very small, very local, very easily contained. In fact, when I was a kid, we had measles parties. One kid would get it, <coughs> and they'd purposely put everybody in the room, so everybody, everybody got it at the same time. Chicken pox, measles, I forget which one. Anyway, they're coming back. And you know who you can thank for that? Well, ultimately, Joe Biden and his administration. But technically, the illegals who are hauling their disgusting asses across our border unchecked and bringing all this crap with them. Health officials say they're not sure why these and other diseases are resurfacing. <laughs> yeah, open your eyes, morons. One distinct possibility which officials are loath to discuss is the millions of migrants who have crossed into the country bringing the scourges with them. Don't you just know that's absolutely happening? Many from countries where these kind of diseases are rampant, they persist, they still exist in these countries. We have pretty much gotten rid of them. And this idiot bag of rotting flesh in the White House and his administration and all the Democrats and rhinos who support this crap, opening up the borders and just letting these diseases back into our country. And they are showing up. They absolutely are showing up. Recent polio, leprosy cases, almost certainly imported into the U.S. Dr. J. Bakachara, physician scientist at Stanford, one of the most outspoken critics of the COVID-19 narratives. The Biden administration, an aggressive promoter, often mandatory vaccinations, <coughs> now suffering or now saying very little comment publicly <coughs> about what's going on and the connections between the open border, the people from countries in which these diseases still exist today, waltzing into the country, and suddenly these diseases, which we had pretty much gotten rid of, Pop, 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 showing up all over the country. So in addition to the crime, the murders, the rapes, the MS-13 gang members, the tax on our cities, tax in the figurative sense, our tax money in the literal sense, they're also bringing back Diseases we long ago had gotten rid of, or virtually gotten rid of. Thank you very much, Biden, you moron. And the rest of you, Democrats, Rhino Republicans, and the administration. Very nice. Thank you. Appreciate it. Read that article, Real Clear Investigations. The link is in our show notes. There's more details in there. It's frightening. It's scary as hell. Speaking of diseases and COVID-19, 
Here's another one. This is from reclaimthenet.org. Links in our show notes for this story. A COVID-19 testing firm exposed 1.3 million records, including your name, your email address, your date of birth, and your passport number. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Medical data leaks in the COVID era have gone through the roof. Data protection, privacy concerns, everything took center stage as the government, organizations worldwide came up with these overreaching measures to try and control the spread. You remember two weeks, right? One of the most significant and controversial of these measures was the introduction of vaccine passports. I had one. Health passes may have been what they called it in your country. These digital certificates showed your vaccine status. In many cases, you had to have one to enter public spaces. And that included all your data, your email, your address in some cases. They could track you with the geolocations on your phone. Your passport number. All that data leaked. 1.3 million people's information. Gone. Corona Lab. One of the largest Dutch COVID-19 test providers apparently had a passwordless database. There was no password. Someone didn't have to hack into it. It had no password protection. Got compromised. So far, nobody's claiming responsibility for the oversight. But there was an incredible amount of very vital, very personal information in those records. First, there was no protection to the files. No password protection at all. It was never set up. Second, somebody got in, what a surprise, and sucked it all out. And now they have it. Yep. And you're going to trust the government with your information. And you're going to trust your government with a digital currency. And you're going to trust your government with facial recognition, biodata, optical scans. Here's a great story from Reclaim the Net again. It fits right in with what we we're just talking about. Your data leaked, compromised, not even password protected, folks. Nothing. It's like you just take your money from your savings account and put it out in your driveway. And leave your gate open. How long do you suppose it lasts out there? Yeah. Not very. Huh. 
I get this facial recognition is being used in law enforcement. It is. Right now, as we speak, it is used in law enforcement. And sometimes it's wrong. A wrongful arrest raises another alarm on invasive facial recognition technology flaws. A $10 million suit. I love it. Yes. Woo. I feel, I feel good. I feel good. Nah, 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 nah. I knew that I would. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Harry Eugene, listen to this, folks. Harry Eugene Murphy Jr., he's 61 years old, launching a legal battle against Macy's and Essilor Luxottica Sunglasses Hut's parent company. He alleged a misidentification by facial recognition technology that led to his unlawful arrest. His lawsuit says because of a flawed criminal identification by a low-quality camera image, he spent days unjustly incarcerated. He underwent horrific physical sexual violence when he was locked up unlawfully, erroneously. January 2022, robbery at a Houston-based sunglasses hut led to the theft of merchandise worth thousands of dollars. Murphy, at the time of this robbery, was living in and was in California. Let me see now. Mm, Texas, yeah, fighting back against the feds. And all the way over there is, oh, California. Kind of tough to do. They claim to have identified one of the burglars using facial recognition technology and claimed it was Mr. Murphy. Mr. Murphy called bullshit. Well, his lawyers did. And was able to prove, because he had the receipts, he wasn't anywhere near the entire state of Texas when it happened. Wound up in the county jail, wound up getting abused, severely traumatized. This is not a spring chicken, folks. This guy's currently 61 years old. Terrifying, he said. So, they're suing them. They're suing them for $10 million. I love it. They're going to win. They are absolutely going to win, or they'll settle. But you know what? Five, six, seven thousand, a million? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably settle for that. There are more details if you want to read about them. Share the story out there. It is in our show notes tonight. Ten million bucks. <laughs> Pennsylvania jumping on the bandwagon of taking up issues, shall we say, with the rotting 
Biden administration. You know, I don't want to call it an administration. It's just a tyranny at this point. It's just an absolute dictatorship tyranny. 24, I love this. We are, remember, I told you, every time we take a little bite, we take one step forward, we stand our ground, we draw that line. Every time I'm going to cover these stories and you're going to find out about it because legacy media will not. The only place you're going to find out about it is not this show necessarily, although I hope to find it and bring it to you as much as I can, but rumble in general. You've got Crowder, you got Dan Bongino's show, you got all kinds of great shows here on Rumble. Now Barstool Sports just joined Rumble. Huge deal. Welcome, Barstool Sports. But this is the place you're going. This is the new news outlet. If this kind of crap had happened when I was not just a kid, when I was in my 20s, probably into my 30s, you never would have known it. We didn't have X, Rumble, Truth Social. In fact, for a good part of that time, there wasn't an internet. I mean, there was, but there wasn't an internet the way there is today. It wasn't really accessible. You just would not know these things. And the legacy media and the tyrants running things at the moment would like nothing better than for you never to hear about these things, which is why we're going to keep talking about them. And the more you try and tell us not to talk about it, we will double our efforts and triple our efforts and talk about it that much more. 24 GOP legislators in Pennsylvania are challenging Biden over voter registration executive order. The legislative uh, legislature alone is the only group <coughs> that can regulate elections, including those related to registering voters. That, according to court papers, 24 legislators in PA filed a federal complaint against Biden Governor Shapiro, and the representatives of the Pennsylvania Department of State. They say they have usurped the authority of the legislature by changing voter registration and election rules. Folks, this is the same bullshit they did last time, which is why you have some rotting moron like Fetterman, although lately he's been pretty cool, but some idiot like Fetterman who winds up getting elected into the Senate. They can't change the rules. The legislature is the only body that is allowed to change the rules. But guess what? They did. And everybody just like, oh, what? Oh, what? Huh? oh look over here. Shiny object. <laughs> what? It plainly says you cannot only the legislature. I don't care. We're going to do it anyway. So they're going to sue him. Good. Good luck with that. I think you got a very long fight on your hands. But good on you. Good on you. 
cry about it if you want to. Speaking of crying, bad segue, Canada is in tears. They are beside themselves. And you know why? Uh, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> you must have seen the cuts. It's great. It's fantastic. Did you see the amount of people in that stadium where he spoke? It's insane. This is from the post-millennial. Trudeau liberals literally melt down over Tucker Carlson's visit to Canada. This increases political violence against everyone who runs for office in this country. <laughs> and Tucker's famous laugh. These idiots, seriously. Two-stop tour of Alberta rustled more than a few feathers in the Liberal Party, including Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, W.E.F. Stooge, dropping his name as the caucus met in Ottawa Tuesday. A pack of politicians criticized Carlson for what? Speaking the truth? Mm. No, for what he said on stage. Environmental Minister <laughs> Stephen Gilbo, even going so far to suggest that the former Fox News host and Atlanta Premier Danielle Smith's calling him out amounted as uh, to an incitement to violence. Yeah, good luck with that. Tucker Carlson touring around Canada, huge audiences because people want to hear the truth, not the crap that these politicians continue to feed them. People are tired of it. They don't want to hear it anymore. They're not listening. You've lost. You just haven't woken up and realized that yet, but you will. Like I keep saying, places like Rumble, True Social, X, we are the news now. This is where you get your information. Legacy media? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. And go for it, Tucker Carlson. Love it. Absolutely love it. And it makes it even better that these liberal scumbags in Canada hate it. Hate it. And we win again. Are you tired of winning yet? Where have we heard that line before, huh? We're going to hear it again. We're going to hear it a lot. Things are changing, folks. Things are changing. You can smell it in the air. You can feel it in your gut. You can sense it. Your spidey sense is going off. Things are changing. Not going to be easy. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a battle. Hopefully not a literal one. I pray it's not a literal one. But things are changing. Fast. Momentum. It's picking up. The big mo. The main Judiciary Committee has killed a bill which would have created a sanctuary state. Oh, no, no, not for illegals. Get this. For child sex changes. <coughs> mm. 
not a joke, as that idiot likes to say. The committee didn't just vote to kill the bill. They voted 12 to nothing to kill the bill. Thank you, Maine. Wow. A Maine Legislative Judiciary Committee killed a bill unanimously last night that would have permitted minors, listen to this, so what was in the bill? Minors would have been allowed to travel to Maine to seek sex change operations. Minors! And granted the state custody over the children. Custody. The Maine Wire reporting present committee members voted unanimously against passing LD-1735. Alvin Louie, the president of Courage is a Habit. This is the group that spearheaded the movement to stop this idiocy. Said, my team and I are so incredibly grateful for every single person that wrote emails, shared it with their family and friends. What we do doesn't really matter if people don't take action. Listen to these words, folks. What we do doesn't really matter if people don't take action. This was a loud and very clear message from parents across America to the cult of transgenderism. Yes, I said cult. These people have a serious mental disorder, and that's all it is. And their emotional blackmail, which is also what it is, is coming to an end. Because we've drawn the line and said no more. You screw with our kids, that is where we draw that line, and it is immovable. Parents don't care about labels anymore. This cult will not take our children. There they are. Congratulations. Thank you, Maine Judiciary Committee. Standing up for what's right. Good on you. Good on you. China. We go from Maine to China. <laughs> I'm popping all over the block today. I found this weird story. I am semi-involved in the film business. It's what I do mainly as my, uh, my main full-time job in addition to this. I've spent my entire career in either radio, television, film, whatever it might be, doing voiceovers and voices for animations and TV commercials and things. Uh, I spent five years in law enforcement with the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. Yep. <laughs> Believe it or not, I had such a cool career, folks. Anyway, the Chinese and their love of American movies 
apparently is dwindling a lot. Take a look at these charts. They're a little hard to figure out, but I'll explain it to you. The blue blocks are Hollywood movies, and the beige-colored blocks are non-Hollywood movies. This is China's yearly box office. Look at the amount of American films. That's crazy. For years, Chinese audiences have just absolutely eaten up American films. On, often, the country's, China's box office ratings were just dominated. Everything there was all American, 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 American. Not anymore. Chinese moviegoers took a special liking to the Transformers, apparently. Clinched the top spot in 2011 and in 2014. But that situation started to shift in 2020, which was right around the time of the pandemic. Tensions between Washington and Beijing went downhill really fast. And take a look at this. This is 2020 through 2023. Let me uh, get my mouse back. You see over there? Hollywood movies, again in blue. Non-Hollywood movies in beige. You can pretty much count on one hand. Look at that. One, two, three, four, four. And that's in the course of four years. Gone. Compare that to this. That's from 2011 to 2019. Look at that. And suddenly, we're over here. Gone. The lone bright spot, apparently, was F9, Fast and Furious. Very popular series in China. Even barely cracked the top five in 2021, but it was there. Hollywood competing against a bigger and better slate of domestic films more attuned to the taste of Chinese audiences. Wow. Crazy, crazy stuff. So, you're not going to get that uh, uh, Chinese audience you were counting on in your budget plans. <laughs> Certainly not these days. And I'm telling you, it's going to get worse before it gets better. So, you filmmakers out there, keep that in mind. Maybe China's also sick of watching woke films. That could be a big part of it. There's another article right below this one in our show notes from the Daily Signal. Great story. Got to check it out. What is China hiding? A new report exposes the truth about Chinese deceptions. Hmm. From covering up the origins of COVID, dangerous apps like TikTok, compromising our personal information here in America, they have been cloaked in secrecy and sneaking around like the little slime balls that they are for a long time. 
China's lack of transparency, part of a larger strategy to deceive their adversaries. That would be you and me. I'm not going to dig heavy duty down this rabbit hole, but really, if you want to know what's going on in China and how they are, I want to say screwing us, which is true, but spying on us, deceiving us, there is no transparency whatsoever. Read this article. Frightening. Frightening. And by the way, while Texas is happening, listen, hugely important story, hugely important story, could very well change the course of this country. Half of the states now supporting, getting behind, backing Texas in its fight with this Biden tyranny, dictatorship, which is truly what it's become at this point. But while this is going on, shall we not forget they're still sending off the money to Ukraine, still fighting. Middle East is still going on. Haven't heard a whole lot of headlines about Gaza lately, have you? Or Israel. Hmm. All those other stories. Hunter Biden, hello? Yeah. How convenient. They're able to just... Oh, look. Shiny red object. One more, and then we're going to do a little bit of our book tonight. It's a great question. That's what it is. I'm going to leave you with a question. Think about it. Let me know. You can put it in the chat. You can make a comment on this video if you like. I would love to hear your opinion. Aaron Schultz over on X. He's at Aaron Schultzart. Links in our show notes. He says, patterns tell stories. But it seems like one of the biggest stories has flown under the radar. Why keep the phenomenon hidden? Why keep the tech hidden? Easy. To keep us here on this planet. Imagine if people suddenly had the ability to leave the planet. People could no longer be used as cogs in the machine. If people had that ability to leave and live somewhere else in the universe on a similar planet with a totally different political makeup, maybe no political makeup, just, you know, everybody joining hands and singing Kumbaya every day. Now, this guy gets a little tinfoil hatty because he says the tech does exist. And who knows? Right, Ashton? He says the tech exists that would teleport us to other planets wherever we want to go and get us off this planet. Here's my question. Seriously, I'd love to know what you think. Put it, put it in the comments. If you're watching live, put it in the live chat. Otherwise, just if you're watching on the uh, video on demand, Put it in the comments. If you could leave the earth in its current state, which is kind of mucked up, would you? Would you go? Or would you stay and fight?
for what you believe. I don't know what I do. I know I shouldn't say that, but I'm just being honest. I'm always honest with you. I seriously, I, I don't know. If you offered me the chance, okay, Jay, here's the deal. You can stay here, live your life the way you're living it, fight every day for the good fight, do everything you can to try and let people know what's going on, tell them the truth, share your stories with people, or I'll put you in this machine. You'll go through this Stargate, whatever it is, and you will wind up on another planet, plenty of food, air to breathe, green grass, blue skies, blue water, oceans, ponds, lakes, wildlife, no political system, no leadership. Everybody just gets along and joins hands and sings Kumbaya every day. Will you take that ride or will you stay? Let me know. I'm dying to find out what you think. I really would have to give it some serious thought. I, like I said, I don't know what I'd do. I really don't. There's the picture that uh, Aaron put with his uh, his article. <laughs> uh, there's 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 Miko going crazy saying she wants to get through the Stargate. Please, she says, take me first. <laughs> yes, that's our soundproof studio here. I've got it's a little warm in here tonight today, so I've got the door cracked a little bit, which is why you get to hear her when you know a leave rustles past the house. <laughs> oh man! <coughs> okay, wow, we did forty-eight minutes here tonight so far. But that's okay. We can do as much time as we want. It's our show. We try and keep it usually to about an hour. But there are days where it's going to be shorter and days where it's going to be longer. This is one of those days we're going to keep it to just about an hour. And it's time to get into our book. We are reading Treasure Island from Robert Louis Stevenson. And uh, what an amazing book it is. I really should have read this when I was a kid like I was supposed to. But, you know, me and homework and just didn't get along. We are at chapter 29, just starting chapter 29, almost the end of this book. And this chapter is called The Black Spot Again. The Council of the Buccaneers. It lasted some time when one of them re-entered the house. And with a repetition of the same salute which had in my eyes an ironical air, begged for a moment's loan of the torch. Silver briefly agreed, and this emissary retired again, leaving us together in the dark. There's a breeze coming, Jim, said Silver, who had by this time adopted quite a friendly and familiar tone. I turned to the loophole nearest me and looked out. The embers of the great fire had so far burned themselves out and now glowed so low and duskily that I understood why those conspirators desired a torch. About halfway down the slope to the stockade, they were collected in a group. One held the light, 
another on his knees in their midst, and I saw the blade of an open knife shine in his hand with various colors in the moon and torchlight. The rest were all somewhat stooping, as though watching the maneuvers of this last. I could just make out that he had a book as well as a knife in his hand, and was still wondering how anything so incongruous had come into their possession. When the kneeling figure rose once more to his feet, and the whole party began to move together towards the house. Here they come, said I, and I returned to my former position, for it seemed beneath my dignity that they should find me watching them. Well, let him come, lad, let him come, said Silver cheerily. I've still a shot in my locker. The door opened, and the five men, standing huddled together just inside, pushed one of their number forward. In any other circumstances, it would have been comical to see his slow advance, hesitating as he set down each foot, but holding his closed hand, his right hand, in front of him. Step up, lad, cried Silver. I won't eat you. Hand it over, lover. I know the rules I do. I won't hurt a depitation. De well, thus encouraged the buccaneer, stepped forward more briskly, having passed something to Silver from hand to hand, slipped yet more smartly back again to his companions. The sea cook looked at what had been given him. The black spot. I thought so, he observed. Where might you have got the paper? Why, hello, look here now. This ain't lucky. You've gone and cut this out of a Bible. What fools cut a Bible? Ah, there, said Morgan, there, what I say. No good'll come of that, I said. Well, you've about fixed it now among you, continued Silver. You'll all swing now, I reckon. What soft-headed lubber had a Bible? It was Dick, said one. Dick, was it? Well, then Dick can get to prayers said Silver. He's seen his slice of luck, has Dick, and you may lay to that. But here, the long man with the yellow eyes struck in. Belay that talk, John Silver, he said. This cruise tipped you the black spot in full council, and in duty bound. Just you turn it over as in duty bound, and see what's wrote there. Then you can talk. Thank you, George, replied the sea cook. You always were brisk for business, and has the rules by heart. George, as I'm pleased to see, well, what is it anyway? Ah, deposed, that's it, is it? Very pretty rote, to be sure, like, like print, I swear. Your hand of rights, George? Why, you is getting quite a leading man in this here crew. You'll be captain next. I shouldn't wonder. Just oblige me with that torch again, will you? 
This pipe won't draw. Come on now, said George. You don't fool this crew no more. You're a funny man by your account, but you're over now. And you'll maybe step down off that barrel and help vote. I thought you said you knowed the rules, returned Silver. Leastways, if you don't, I do. And I wait here. And I'm still your captain, mind. Till you outs with your grievances and I reply. In the meantime, your black spot ain't worth a, worth a biscuit. After that, we'll see. Oh, replied George, you don't be under no kind of apprehension. We're all square, are we? <coughs> First, you made a hash of this cruise. You'll be a bold man to say no to that. Second, you let the enemy out of his trap for nothing. Why did they want out? I don't know, but it's pretty damn plain they wanted it. Third, you wouldn't let us go at them upon the march. Oh, we see through you, John Silver. You want to play booty, and that's what's wrong with you. And then fourth, there's this here boy. Is that all? Asked quickly Silver. Enough, too, retorted George. We'll all swing and sun-dry for your bungling. Well, now, you look here. I'll answer these four pints. One after another, I'll answer them. I made a hash of this cruise, did I? Well, now, you all know what I wanted. And you all know if that had been done... We'd been aboard the Hispaniola this night as ever was, every man of us alive and fit and full of good plum duff and the treasure in the hold of her. Well, who crossed me? Who forced my hand as was the lawful captain? Who tipped the black spot the day we landed? Began this dance. Ah, it's a fine dance. I'm with you there. Looks mighty like a hornpipe in a rope's end at execution dock by London Town. But who done it? Why, it was Anderson, and Hans, and you, George. You're the last above board of the same meddling crew. You have the Davy Jones insolence to up and stand for captain over me, you that sunk lot of us by the powers, but this, this tops the stiffest yarn to nothing. Silver paused. I could see by the faces of George and his late comrades that these words had not been said in vain. That's for number one, cried the accused, wiping the sweat from his brow, for he'd been talking about a vehemence that shook the house. Why, I give you my word, I'm sick to speak to you. You've neither sense nor memory, and I'll leave it to fancy when your mother's was that let you come to see. See, gentlemen of fortune, I reckon tailors is your trade. Well, go on, John, said Morgan. 
Speak up to the others. All the others, returned John. They're a nice lot, aren't they? And that's where we'll cut it off for today. We will pick this up and continue on. We're almost near the end. Treasure Island on Monday's show. All right, folks, thank you so much for popping by and hanging out. I really do appreciate that, whether you're watching live or on our VOD video on demand uh, down the road a bit. We appreciate it. And uh, please don't forget, if you can, take a moment, hit that follow button, comment if you like. If you could leave the planet, would you? I want to know. Let me know. And, uh, yeah, and give us a thumbs up to appreciate it. <clears throat> okay, check out our great sponsors. Get some great deals over there. Get yourself a great NordVPN account. Blackout Coffee, of course, American company that helps support this show and our American values. Enjoy your weekend. Spend it with people that matter to you. And I will see you all Monday morning. Thanks, folks. You just heard the Jay Sheldon Show. Join us Monday through Friday here on Rumble. Thanks for watching. Snort. <laughs>